Joining us now at our studios uh, from the Northfield Historical Society, the uh, Executive Director, Kathy Osterman. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning, Jeff. Thanks for coming back in today. We uh, much appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you, you for having me. You are becoming a regular a regular guest here on KYM. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> well, you have some things going on. You kind of hinted last time you were in before Christmas that there are going to be some announcements coming uh, after the uh, first of the year. So we invited you back in to maybe uh, make some announcements. All right. <laughs> What's going on at the Historical Society? Well, right now, during the week, we are closed. Um, it's not that the staff has got our toes in the sand anywhere. We're there. We're working. Um, we just thought it would be a good opportunity during the week to just really focus in on some of the big projects that we have. And to make up for that, we're going to be open regular hours on Saturdays. Mm-hmm. But we've also come up with some Saturday evening programming that we're hoping the community can take advantage of. Yeah, you have some interesting uh, Saturday programming uh, that we're going to be talking about today. Uh, let's talk about, first of all, uh, the, the uh, after hours, the museum at night. Wasn't there a uh, movie about? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> night at the museum. Night at the museum. That's right. <laughs> as far as I know, things are not going to be coming to life, but you never know, I guess. Uh, late night at the museum is going to be an adults only program um, and it's reservation only and it's going to be kind of tipping the raid story on its head hmm. um, and and it's a discussion it'll be it's not a, a tour um, you know the community knows the story it's a discussion and bringing it into the modern era so you know exploring things like so if Joseph Lee Haywood had just opened up the safe and given the robbers the money, what would have happened to Northfield? What would have happened with him personally? How how would things have changed in our town, mm. in our history? What would our identity be? Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. We've got a bunch of questions. Um, we're running this program several times in January and February, so... Every conversation could be different depending on who's there. Um, the questions could be a little different because I've got a ton to choose from. But it's just kind of a a modern uh, thought process. Um, you get the the old story, the 1876 version, but let's let's bring it into modern times and and see what we think. Interesting. I like that. Will you be the uh, I guess moderator uh, yeah. of the event? Yep. Yep. Okay. We'll have some beverages, and that is one of the reasons that it's going to be a reservation only and mm-hmm. adults only. Um, let's make sure we know exactly who's coming, and we just have a small group to discuss, and everybody's there to share opinions, not listen to a guide talk now do you get uh the questions in advance so you can kind of formulate a theory no (laughs) partially (laughs) partially because the the conversations will dictate Mm -hmm. what the questions might be or what the follow-up questions might be Uh um kind of just depends on what the discussion turns out to be right now how do people register for that or find out more they can give us a call at the museum uh 645-9268 like I said, we do not have our toes in the sand, so we are there. We can take down names, um, and it's $10 a piece. So, you know, if people want to come in, if they want to make it a date night, if they want to have a meet-up with friends and do this, we're going to be running it January 15th, January 22nd, uh, February 5th, and February 19th from 7.30 to 9 o'clock. All right. Sounds like a, a lot of fun. Yeah. I, I like I hope that. so. I hope so. <laughs> now, um 
That is an adults-only thing. Mm-hmm. There's no uh, kids mm-hmm. involved. But you do have programming for kids. You haven't forgotten about the children. The Never community. forget about the children. Yes. We're going to be doing two uh, kids' nights at the museum, 6.30 to 8.30, where kids can come in for free. They can have a paying adult with them. And they can go ahead and explore the history hideout. They can try the costumes on. We'll actually break open the games. You know, people can play Oregon Trail. They can play the trivia games. They can play the geography games that we have. Um, they can do the puzzles that we have that are based on some of our collection photos. Mm-hmm. So they're Northfield scenes. Um, just a couple hours that if kids want to come out and kind of do something when it's you know, winter and freezing outside. It's two nights dedicated to them that they can come in and have a little fun. All right. What are the nights? January 29th and January 26th, 630 to 830. All right. Are they, uh, is that geared at any certain age of children? Not necessarily. I mean, uh, kids who are probably about 13 and under would probably find the most mm-hmm. amusement with it. Okay. Um, but if somebody who's a little older wants to come in, that's certainly fine too. All right. Yeah. Bringing the older brother or sister along. Right. Right. Yeah. Parents say, get out of the house, go do something. There you go. (laughs) Kathy Osterman is with us, our guest right now uh, from the Northfield Historical Society. You have your uh, annual meeting coming up. That's not too far off. I'm sure you're in the planning stages now. We are in the planning stages, yeah. That is going to be February 12th, uh, 6 o'clock at the Grand. And, of course, we have our our business meeting. That'll be pretty brief. Uh, We have dinner. So it's the grand. You know it's going to be good. Mm -hmm. And we're going to be having Ariel Butler speak about her fellowship thesis, which was on a 1918 murder that took place here in Northfield and potentially a wrongful conviction. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's something I don't even know very much about. Um, I know she was doing a heck of a lot of research uh, right as COVID hit. So mm-hmm. that, that made it doubly hard. I mean, I, I'm sure that's a story in and of itself. Um, but in 2020 and 2021, she was working on this fellowship um, and and has just really mapped out this entire Northfield story. Um and well, I I can't wait to hear it. Yeah, I know that's a piece of history that I haven't heard. You know, you think right. uh, you go through and you think you hear everything, and uh, but whoo, there's more left. And Ar- Ariel Butler, she has worked with the for and with the Historical Society and the uh, the the uh, Northfield Historical Collective as well. Mm-hmm. So she is uh, uh, she has some street cred. Absolutely, all this. absolutely, and, yeah. I mean, even when she wasn't. Um, working day to day at the museum. Mm-hmm. We've been giving her projects to do from home. Uh, she was just in yesterday working with our J-term students. So she's a huge resource for us. And she's she's going to have a really awesome story for, for uh, our annual meeting. All right. Uh, once again, Kathy Osterman from the Historical Society is with us. You had mentioned that uh, you're closed during the week, but you're still there. You're doing a lot of work. There's a you lot are. of it. I'm sure the the uh, the the workload of a historian is is never done. <laughs> There's just always no. more and more. But is there anything in particular that uh, you can tell us about at this point that uh, you're working on? Well, we like I just mentioned, we do have two J term students, and one of them is working on a digitization project for us. And the other one is working on the research that will go into making our touchscreens for the indigenous peoples. So there's a lot of research and a lot of, a lot of activities surrounding that, uh, 
Travis is working on our upcoming um, exhibit on Fran Hall that will be opening this spring. He's working on some of the technical details of doing a touchscreen interactive because we're trying to set that up for the Fran Hall exhibit as well. Uh, we've got a lot of backlog of, of items that people have given us that take a little longer to process. Um, people are very generous. They, they donate a lot of items to us. And sometimes, you know, it can be one thing or sometimes it could be a hundred things in a donation. So when you get to those hundred item donations, they take a little longer yeah. <laughs> to get through. And no doubt about it. Yeah. So we're, we're just there. I'm, I'm working on programming and he's working on exhibits and we've got research going on and we're busy. Yeah. And Fran Hall was, uh, what an interesting guy. I met him very late in life when he was about 98 or so, okay. but he was very active. He came in, did a couple of hours on the Wayne Eddy affair here, I think on a couple of occasions. And I do have some of his art, uh, his photographic work uh, yes. in the office. And, yes. and for folks, if you're not familiar with him, he's a Northfielder who left Northfield probably in the 30s or 40s and went on to become a uh, famed photographer for National Geographic. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. So and, and, can't wait for that one. And weirdly, it's, you know, you could, you could do so many different avenues of his life mm-hmm. for an exhibit, and we're not going to focus so much on his photography of National Geographic because... Mm-hmm. I believe that was a lot of bug. He was, <laughs> yeah, he did a lot of different stuff. He, he liked insects, <laughs> and I don't particularly want to have a gallery full of insect pictures. <laughs> um, but what we're going to focus on is the story of Fran um, going on a caravan with Airstream in uh, 1963 and 1964. He was hired to be their, their photographer. And so he... Uh, he took a lot of pictures as they went literally across the country, into Europe, into Asia, with airstreams, if you can imagine how oh, that man. might have happened. Um, and he wrote a lot of letters back to Maggie Lee. And later in life, he wrote uh, kind of his memoirs. And so we're going we're gonna to create, um, create an exhibit around this just one-year, 14-month time span and this little little known trip that you know here's a Northfielder that really made a huge difference in the travel world. Oh man, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going starting tomorrow. I'm going to I would go out and buy an Airstream, and 14 months uh, later, I'll, I'll give you a report on that. <laughs> man, that sounds like a great life, doesn't it? it do, well, it blows my mind that I mean, it's one thing to travel around in the United States or uh-huh. Canada, like the contiguous area, mm-hmm. but they actually sailed their airstreams on ships so that they could have them when they got to Asia. Um, and it, in 1960s, just trying to think about the political climate at the mm-hmm. time um, and all the things that were going on in the U.S., and here are a bunch of airstreamers just yeah. traveling around. <laughs> all right. Kathy, thank you so much for coming in today. Always a pleasure. Uh, we wish you the best of luck. And you can find out more information about any of those programmings if you'd like to go to one of the, either the kids' night or the uh, adult night at the museum. Right, right. Uh, uh, those are all going to be on the website. And go ahead, check it out, and reser- get your reservations in. Happy to have you. All right. Thanks for coming in, and we'll see you again soon. Thanks, Jeff. Mm-hmm. Kathy Osterman from the Northfield Historical Society. We've got uh, Jim with traffic, and uh, then a look at news with MNN and Rich. And at the top of the hour, National Security This Week with John Olson.